Your lifelong passions, dreams, and aspirations. Your joys and creative spurs. Your femininity. Your success. All in one place. This is Girl Skill with your host, Anna Rova. Hi, ladies. So before I let you listen to another awesome episode on Girl Skill Podcast, I want to share with you some very, very exciting news. Something that I've been working on for the last couple of weeks. Well, actually, in fact, for the last couple of years. <laughs> And this is a video training, a one hour, actually 75 minute video training that is called The Lie of Female Success and How It's Keeping You Stuck, Unfulfilled and Draining, Redefining Femininity Work and Play with Anna Rova, aka me. You can sign up for this training at www.girlskill.com slash webinar. Again, it's girlskill.com slash webinar. And this is really my life's work, so to say. What you will hear in this training is actually everything that I've discovered through my own personal journey, as well as reading tons of books and going through courses and, and ju just really being on a quest to define what femininity is together with masculinity and a lot of things, what are the problems we're dealing with and how we as women can redefine our version of success and how we honestly live in a lie of female success. And this is not only my personal experience, but also the experience of many women I've worked with who went through my trainings and thousands of thousands of discussions that I have with women all over the world, as well as men. As you know, I've interviewed men as well. So what you learn in this training, again, you can go to girlskill.com slash webinar. Here's the things you'll learn. The modern female epidemic that's keeping women confined, unhappy and fulfilled and unfulfilled. Where the journey to success actually begins and how did we all get here? The essential forgotten element to any woman's successful life. The secret to attracting, sustaining and magnifying the relationship that you want. The true power and definition of femininity and masculinity. And the number one reason for feeling numb, stuck in your head and sexually asleep. And really... In these six things that I mentioned, I will share with you, and this encompasses everything I know, how I went from being numb, disconnected, anxious, constantly in this hurry and trying to do it all, to actually being deeply connected to myself as a woman, understanding what true femininity is, embracing my feminine cycle, being more relaxed and joyful, traveling the world, rediscovering my own version of success and doing something that I love, understanding men and rediscovering men and attracting a creative and amazing relationship with my husband and ultimately, you know, creating a family. And I believe truly that the result of this work has brought me to where I am today in my relationship, in my marriage, and also in getting pregnant, <laughs> reconnecting to my body, cultivating a sense of awareness and pleasure and feeling more without apologizing for it, making decisions from the heart, starting to do less, feeling alive and radiant. And finally, realizing that femininity is great power that is deeply misunderstood by the world and women themselves. So if this resonates with you, girlfriend, go to girlskill.com slash webinar, sign up for the webinar, and I can't wait for you to watch it. Hello, girlfriends, and welcome to another awesome episode of Girl Skill Podcast. And today I come to you with another uh, solo show. What is the solo show, you might ask? And if you're new to the podcast, welcome, welcome. And usually this podcast is all about interviewing women about female success, femininity, and womanhood, talking to women who have stepped on the journey of femininity and womanhood so we can all learn from them uh, how they did and how we can apply it to our own lives. But um, for those of you who know, maybe don't know, uh, I write a lot on Medium as a platform. I write and publish articles maybe once a week or maybe twice a week about my thoughts 
thoughts about relationships, femininity, masculinity, men, and stuff like that. Um, so, but you know, we're all different. Some of you, if you're listening to this podcast, obviously you prefer to listen to, and this is who I am as well. I prefer to listen to content. And I, in fact, I consume most of my content, um, just by listening. I like, I don't have time to read blogs or watch YouTube videos. So I'm listening. So kudos to you. I'm the same. And so I thought, Hey, you know, I'm writing all this great stuff on medium that people really love and resonate. And in fact, I'm also answering questions through my posts and, um, that come from my clients and listeners and fans and all this. And I thought, Oh, what a great way, uh, to, you know, share this content via audio for those of you who are listening and enjoying the podcast. And so this is going to be a compilation of, you know, my thoughts around femininity, womanhood, um, masculinity and men and stuff that I get throughout my daily life. If you prefer to, to read this, you can also find it on the website and also send you a daily email. In fact, for, for everyone who is not on my list yet, you need to get on my list because I'm sending you weekly or maybe bi-weekly emails about the articles um, I publish and also the podcast episodes and all of that. How you get on this list is by signing up uh, for the webinar, for the Live Female Success webinar at girlskill.com slash webinar. All right. So today I talk to you about one of my favorite subjects. Uh, it's a post I wrote um, called True Feminine Power and Why Modern Female Empowerment Has Got It All Wrong. And girlfriend, if you are here with me today, I'm sure you will love this um, because this post is also about 16 ways to step into your real feminine gifts. So let's begin. If you identify as a strong, independent woman, or if you know any of these women, you probably imagine yourself as one of these women below. And I have two pictures here. So imagine one woman, you know, walking proudly. Basically, imagine a superwoman or a wonder woman holding the, you know, the world in her hand, or she has the red cape and she's basically a superwoman. The red cape spinning the world in your hand, the invisible muscles are wings. But this is not what feminine power is, girlfriend. A little known fact that is not spoken about today is that women actually have held power and influenced households, local and global events since the dawn of times without having to demonstratively spin the world in their hands or wear the red cape. Leave that to the Wonder Woman. After all, she is superhuman. You and I are not. If you're a woman who understands her true feminine power and uses it to her own advantage, you know exactly what I mean. The look in his eyes. The willingness to please you and to do anything to win your attention, time, and your presence. His care. His soft touch. His complete surrender to your feminine gifts. The magic that lures him in that he can't even explain. This is just an example a woman can influence or have power over, over a man and quote-unquote power over men is a tremendous resource. The trick is to use it wisely and with great care. Let's talk about power. Historically, the one who has power has influence, can make important decisions, rule and govern people and territories. Power comes with great responsibility. Power gives people the ability to set the course of their own lives and also of the lives of others. Power gives the opportunity to rule, to decide, to be free, to buy, to own and to create. Power has been continuously abused for personal gains and profit. Oftentimes, those in power are not worthy or self-aware to hold this great privilege and know what to do with it. It was true 500 years ago, and it is true today. Obviously, like, look at the world. 
The power gives access to natural intellectual resources, possibility and opportunities to produce, build and dominate. Men have had the power for centuries because they owned lands and assets, had access to most beautiful women, ruled towns, cities and countries. All that so they can impregnate as many women as possible and pass on their genes to future generations, plus inflate their egos. Power is also a physical quality and is represented in muscle strength, stamina and resilience. The one who is physically strong is powerful. The traditional, quote-unquote, visible models of power are inherently masculine. Achievement, progress, net worth, muscles, and access to financial resources. This is the definition of masculine power that doesn't really apply to women in its straightforward manner. This masculine definition of power involves what we can see and touch. It's all our assets and bank statements. It's our muscle capacity and what we can do with our physical force. Modern women have access to the same masculine power and are measuring their quote-unquote influence by masculine definition, earning potential, bank account statements, net worth, properties, owned, material possessions, and variety of lifestyle options. So what is feminine power and why do, do we need it? Power can be an energetic force. Power can be an intellectual force. Power of someone's character is also power. Power of strong connections and relationships is what makes the world go around. These are examples of invisible power. Feminine powers and gifts are quite invisible and therefore not valued as much because they can't be quantified. The masculine approach to success has to be measurable. Otherwise, we can't quantify or compare success. Competition is key in masculine success. And that's what women love, by the way. However, how do we quantify love, caring for children, deep connection and bonds we form with people in our communities? How do we quantify the subtle ways of influence and living a life that feels good instead of a life that looks good? Femininity itself is power. We have been led to believe that it is our weakness when in fact it is our greatest gift. Female power sits in a woman's hips, her heart and her womb. So many women are completely disconnected from the neck down because it is quite unproductive to be in the body. Modern women are disconnected from their hearts and wombs and are constantly in their heads rationalizing, intellectualizing and strategizing and being busy. Constantly quote-unquote, parking their bodies at desks in boardrooms and meetings. We have lost touch with our own deeper instinctual knowing as women. The essential source of our creativity, intuition, and life force has been cut off. That is why so many women don't know how to listen to their voice, are stressed, drained, exhausted most of the time. The masculine idea of power and success is sucking the life out of us, and we don't even realize that there is another way. So many women have a broken relationship with their wombs and their natural cycles, rejecting it, degrading it, and wishing that the womb wasn't even there. I was definitely that woman who's always complaining about having to deal with my period every month, you know, eye roll. I wish my cycle would have disappeared once and for all. Birth control was the best invention of the 20th century, only that I have to still remember to take the damn pill. I saw my cycle as an obstacle and a hindrance to my quote-unquote success and my masculine drive to achieve. Connected to my heart? What the fuck does that mean? Being sensual and sensitive? Who's got time for that? I gotta run to my next meeting. No time for this bullshit. And then after many years of working like a horse, we wake up and like one of my clients in her 40s put it, I've just been living life on autopilot in my 20s and 30s, not really engaging with life, not really allowing myself to feel and just be. 
I'm tired of hearing that women do not have quote-unquote power and that we all need to be quote-unquote empowered. The truth is that we have always had feminine power that has equal weight as mascul- to masculine power. Besides, no one can give us or take away power from us because power is an internal job. We have just never learned to use our feminine power properly and reap its benefits. And thus, we had access to all the possibilities and opportunities. We started competing with men. The problem is that we can't really compete with men because we do not have their bodies, their physical strength, and we are built differently in the biological, emotional, and energetical sense. Understanding this is key to being an empowered feminine woman. A man cannot pass on his genes without a woman to carry his child. That is one of the biggest powers women have had since the dawn of time. Of course, we can look at the repercussions of what women had to deal with over the years of not having complete control of their bodies and decisions. But that is not the point of this article. I'm not negating the terrible trauma, shame, and centuries of conditioning women had and still have to deal with. What I'm trying to do is turn the table around and help see women what I see, that we have always had power. Perhaps in obscure and hidden ways, perhaps in subtle ways, we have just never been taught how to use it and really reap its benefits. I see this as a tremendous opportunity and and a much healthier mindset than talking and blaming the patriarchy and all the other forces that are keeping women disempowered. There are many cases of women in the past who have used their incredible feminine gifts to influence decisions, change courses, save nations, and even rule countries. When they couldn't do it themselves, they have used men to achieve their goals. A woman is such a resourceful being. It runs and flows like a river through all possible faucets. If there is no door here, there's always another door. We just have to find it and open it. She fills in the blanks. She's fluid, flexible, dynamic, and robust. When she's connected to her instinctual self, the wild woman they call her, she can also sense and see things that give her perspective and a deeper knowing. Today's reality for modern for a modern Western woman involves access to masculine power that has never been quite possible. And so the main question is, why would she need a man? Previously, when women didn't really have a choice of when and how to have children and whether to be married or not. Being married and bearing children was her greatest accomplishment and direct access to well-being, security, and financial resources. Today, she can have all of that on her own. The only thing she can't really do by herself is, of course, have children. Hypothetically, she can even do that, but she would still need a sperm donor. So how I see it, the tragedy today between genders is not that women are disempowered. The trouble is that men are disempowered because what they had to offer to women in the past is no longer relevant besides his sperm, of course. So I'm not suggesting that we go back to the past and let men have their complete authority and power, nor I'm suggesting that women renounce their access to possibility and the opportunity that they have today. I am suggesting a new paradigm for modern relationships where healthy masculine and healthy feminine come together in a partnership, where we use and leverage our natural gifts and powers to create a better future together. The future is not female. The future belongs to self-aware, conscious, powerful men and women who create abundance of resources and possibilities. Men are questioning the role in society, family, and relationship. Where does he stand today? What is his role? What can he bring to the table besides his sperm? The modern solution to this dilemma is a 50-50 environment in family and relationships between men and women. 
All that seems great on paper, but doesn't really work in real life for women who identify with the feminine essence and men who identify with the masculine essence, which, by the way, is majority. Women are not really fulfilled by this 50-50 arrangement, although they might not know it yet. What's tragic about the 50-50 arrangement is that it is an illusion. It creates the superwoman syndrome, an idea I learned from Michaela Bohm's new book, The Wild Woman's Way, in a lot of women where they feel like they can have to again have it all, have a successful career, earn an income that provides for all their needs and wants and a 50 and you know the 50% of the household expenses, have a fabulous lifestyle, children, a great marriage as well as take care of themselves. Well, this is quite an impossible task. Even the Wonder Woman can't do it. We have depolarized our relationships. As the woman rises in masculine power, the man rises in his feminine power to balance this dynamic. We are in a constant dance in polarity. Perhaps this is why relationships don't work. We're trying to leave this 50-50 arrangement, but it doesn't fulfill us because neither of us are leveraging our strengths and our natural powers. I can't imagine a complete role reversal in family and relationships, and I hope we never get there. I know so many women would disagree with me, and that's okay. There's space for all kinds of relationship and family dynamics. I'm not advocating that everyone should do this. Everyone is free to choose. That is the beauty of living in a diverse world. We are entering a new horizon of relationships where the boundaries between feminine and masculine power become blurry. A woman can do anything that a man can do. A man can do what any woman can do, besides bearing children, of course. This is not about gender or sex. This is about understanding our differences and leveraging them. If a cat would learn how to bark and a dog would learn how to meow, does that mean that they should? Understanding What's easier for us in leveraging our strengths is key to sustainable, happy relationships where everyone plays their natural roles. Because women are trying to do it all, they rob themselves of their feminine power and gifts and never get to actually use them. So what is the solution here? The solution is for the modern woman to stop trying to do it all, drop into her femininity and reconnect and rediscover to her feminine power. Not to be weak and give up power that she has access to, but to create the polarity between the feminine and masculine powers and to leverage her natural way of being, as well as knowing how and when to switch between the masculine go and feminine flow. So who is an empowered woman today? The same one she was a thousand years ago. An empowered woman is happy and fulfilled. A happy and fulfilled woman is a woman who has arranged her life in a way where stress happens rarely or she had to learn how to diminish the effects of stress in her life. A fulfilled woman is the one who has the energy to lift herself and everyone else around up. Everyone knows that what effect she has on people around her when she's angry, frustrated, and exhausted. Everyone is on alert because they don't know how and what to expect of her, her men, her children, and people around An angry woman is a powerful force. Everyone is tiptoeing. Everyone just wants to hide and get away from her because she is destructive in those moments. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with being in states of destruction and fire. And in fact, repressing these emotions creates and stores frozen tension in our bodies. She goes through her own cycles of highs and lows. She's riding her wave. The trick is learning how to deal with the storms without affecting others around. So being fulfilled becomes the essential quest for a woman. Once this quest becomes a priority, everything else simply create and organize to support this quest. Does this career fit into your ideal fulfillment? 
Does this relationship support your image of fulfillment? What is the lifestyle you would choose to further enhance this idea? So here are 16 ways to actually step into your feminine powers. Let go of the need to be constantly in control. Number two, realize that you don't need to prove anything to anyone. You are enough. Number three, work on your self-worth and enoughness outside of the masculine idea of power. Number four, do not value yourself by the number of your achievements. Number five, don't compete with men. Cooptate instead, which is competition plus cooperation. Number six, work with liberating shame. Number seven, learn to appreciate men and their masculine power. Number eight, take full responsibility for your life and dreams. Number nine, get out of your head and into your heart and her womb through embodiment practices. Something that I coach in. <laughs> Number 10, give yourself permission to relax more, be more, and create more. Number 11, spend a lot of time in nature and close to water. Number 12, smile and laugh more. Don't take yourself so seriously. Number 13, surround yourself with uplifting people, ideas, and events. Number 14, spend time in silence, meditation. Number 15, repair her relationship with your menstrual cycle. Dance. Number 16, dance. Move your body free and often. That's it, girlfriend, for this article. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please, please share it with a girlfriend um, and charge back your comic energy. And by the way, I talk about all of this and more. Plus, I give you tools, tricks and you know, talk about this whole female epidemic in my free training that you can sign up for. It's a 75 minute more or less training and you can find it at girlskill.com slash webinar. But to access this particular post and this particular and share it with a girlfriend, please send her to girlskill.com slash power because this is about true feminine power. So if you resonated, share it straight from your podcasting app or send her to girlskill.com slash power. All right, girlfriend, I'll see you next week with another awesome episode of Girlskill for now. Keep running with the wolves and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for tuning in to Girlskill. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcatcher to never miss an episode. And never forget that your version of success is uniquely yours to live and experience. Until next time, let's continue redefining female success together. Girlskill.com. Female success redefined.